mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is Psych Legal Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of a therapist and an attorney. I'm Tess Brigham. I'm the therapist. And I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. And today we are talking about the TLC show Extreme Sisters. This We're going to be talking about season two, the one that was just came out in episodes one and two. Um, and if you have not watched the first season, Season. We're going to fill you in on, on a bit of what happens in the first season. If you haven't watched it, I, I highly recommend watching it. I be- I binge that <laughs> on over the weekend, and it was damn entertaining. It's easy to binge. It is very easy to binge, and it's a it's a really interesting interesting show. So, Brooke, I have to start this off by asking you this question. Yes. Do you feel like we're not close enough because we don't bathe together? No. <laughs> Do you feel like we should be um, finishing each other's sentences or uh, no? I dressing think, like I think we have very very healthy boundaries. Yes, we do, and we uh, we we don't like a lot of drama. No, I think we really try got to no time for it. Try to keep it drama free. <laughs> you know, no more drama, like Mary J. Blige says. Yeah. No, oh, God. I mean, just the thought of yeah, some of this stuff. I mean, the, the stuff that you will see <laughs> on the show. On this show, <laughs> I just, just a little warning. Yeah, oh, tr- trigger warning. It's it is disturbing. It is. It these, is. These, most of them. Some of them are worse than others. But I mean, some of the stuff is so disturbing. You're like, oh, I didn't need to see that. Yeah, I, like I didn't need to know. No, that. we we saw we saw mental illness. We're seeing mental illness. Yeah, and then we're also seeing you know lack of boundaries and some other things. Um, but yeah, I and I'll be honest with you, I don't know anybody who has this kind of relationship with their sister. Me neither. Um, and I I don't like this indication. I think everybody on the show seems to think that. 
right? This is the best way this to be. This is normal. Or this is normal or this is this is what closeness looks like. Right. And it's like, no, just because you're in naked together in a bath doesn't mean that you're truly close. You know, there's there's got to be value in having boundaries and allowing people to live their own lives and make their own mistakes and not getting involved. I mean, you know, real, (laughs) real love is allowing someone to, is allowing to accept someone for who they are, Mm -hmm. you know, and not trying to bend them to your will. So, oof, boy. So this season, we were introduced to some new sisters. And then we have, as of right now, two sets of sisters that are back. Right. For the second season. So when we cover them, we'll talk a little bit about what happened in the first season because I was very surprised. I expected them to do the TLC 90 day thing where it's like, oh, we got to listen to this whole story over again. But they really didn't. They kind of just whip right through. Yeah, they could have used some recapping. Yes. The last season. Yes. You just watched it. It's fresh in your mind. But a lot of the stuff I'd forgotten until you reminded me. Yeah. All right. So we're going to start with the first set of sisters that we saw um from the show which are ashley and v v is 42 and ashley is 35 and they are stepsisters um i guess 13 years ago their parents started dating and at first they really didn't like each other i think ashley was like who you know she said i was younger she was 22 at the time so um she, you know, was like, who is this person? Why is this person coming into our world? You know, my mom didn't have as much, I think it's her mom had, doesn't have enough time for me. And, um, V who's a bit older was, I think kind of felt the same way. And then one day, and this is what really brought them together (laughs) is that one day, um, V saw, Ashley's boyfriend with another girl on social media. Booed up. Booed up. On a Miami beach. Yes. And so V calls up Ashley and says, do you know that your man, where are you? First off, where are you? Are you in Miami? And she says, no. And she says, well, do you know that your, your boyfriend is booed up on the beach in Miami? And, um, Ashley felt like, you know what? V's really looking out for me and she's there. And that was the instant connection. Yeah. Which is interesting. It is. Well, sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah. You know, someone's got your back. Well, it's also interesting because usually, like, as we saw from 90 Day Fiance, like, God, you know, someone else might have been really offended by that. Right. Like, well, why are you telling me about my boyfriend or you don't know what you're talking about? A lot of times people get defensive. It's not your business. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and yeah, and V, this is interesting. V has 10 children. Yes. Yes. Oof, um, that's a lot of kids. Yeah. And I think she must have started young because they ha- had some of her kids were at her house. And mm-hmm. They looked pretty old. Yeah. Some of those kids that were coming down for dinner, I was like, that that, that kid looks like 25. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think she started. Well, she's only 42. You have to start early. I, yeah. I mean, I think she's been having babies for the last 20 years. Yeah. Like, Ashley has two boys. But she's desperate to have a little girl. Yeah. Well, the first I do want to backtrack here for a second because the first thing that we see is oh. V takes Ashley to get her the JJ pierced, the VCH, and I was like, I have no idea what the VCH. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Oh, is it? I think I know, but it stands for vertical 
clitoral hood ah, piercing. Okay. I got two of those four letters. <laughs> I knew the C was clitoral. Yeah. And I thought H was hood, but I didn't I didn't I thought yeah. V meant vagina. Well V V, the sister V, she <laughs> <laughs> she already has this. She had this done. And she highly recommended yeah, it. To oh Ashley. yeah. Oh yeah. And so they get to the piercing studio, which is called the Candy Shop. Yes. And um, they're regulars there because they were thrilled to see them. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, you're here. Yeah. And so Ashley lies down <laughs> on this, you know, contraption like she's getting a pap smear or something. Yeah. And V pulls a flashlight Ugh. out of her purse and shines it mm-hmm. in Ashley's naked crotch. And the, and the piercer was horrified. <laughs> The piercer who looks up and into people's crevices all day long was like, whoa, that's yeah. too far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you, you, you violated you know, I my think, boundaries. I think the flashlight was helpful. I didn't see another light. I mean, she needs to see what she's doing. Yeah, um, well, I also... Wow, that's an interesting thing to carry around with you. I mean, did she put it in her pocket thinking, like, I'm going to need this later? Or I feel like she's the she... type of person who's always prepared. Yeah. Who, yeah. She probably got a, 10 kids. She yeah. has a lot of stuff in her purse. Yes. Just in case she needs it. But, um, yeah. And and when she at, and they they show when yeah. she's getting it pierced. And Oof, that would be so she, painful. I would have thought she'd be, like, letting out blood-curdling screams. But she really wasn't. She was kind of like... <gasps> you know for a second mm-hmm. and then she then she looked like oh okay and she, but she kept complaining that it hurt she said it hurt but i mean her she didn't have a huge physical reaction mm-hmm. I, I don't know well i she thought it was pretty calm yeah then she asked like when can i have sex again and and the piercer's like well six to eight weeks i don't think v told her that because no. i think ashley was like had a date later or right. something like she that i like, think she was what? like wait what you know i would i thought they were gonna say like a week at the most six to eight weeks that's a lot that's, that's a, a lot, lot of time but i mean considering yeah I mean, it's got to heal yeah no listen yeah. i've never had a desire to do that ever <laughs> oh certainly not i i had my navel pierced and you know after i got pregnant i took it out and just never put it back in and if i got that done i i don't think i'd want anyone with me <laughs> Or maybe someone to hold my hand on this side of the curtain kind of thing. I, I don't want anyone with a flashlight. No. Well, that's how close they are. Yeah, they're very close. So every Sunday night, the family gets together. V cooks a huge dinner and they have game night, I think. Yeah, I think like they, they watch play games. What, or I thought they like watch whatever game, whatever. Football oh, game oh, football. Okay. TV. And Ashley, she had uh, fibroids that got really, really bad. And so when she woke up, from the in the hospital she learned that she had no uterus no fallopian tubes but she has ovaries or how did she say fallopian tubes fallopian oh i didn't it was a very weird pronunciation and v has offered to carry a baby for ashley because ashley has two boys and wants a girl and i think v says this she says uh demetrius who's v's husband yeah um she says Demetrius is going to be livid. Yes. Then how the, so yeah, the, this, uh, she has not discussed this with him. Mm-hmm. You know, she has just offered to do it without any discussion. And then, uh, well, she, but it sounds like V did have some discussion with Demetrius. And I get the sense that Demetrius was like, no, no I'm not comfortable yeah. with this. No, 
no, no, I know you're trying to help out your sister, but no. And then basically cameras are here. <laughs> yeah. And all the kids, there's a bunch of kids over. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of gathered around and and the announces to the family. Yeah, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I have written down here. Demetrius says they already talked about it. And yeah. he said no. And V saying it's my body mm-hmm. and I'm doing it. Yeah. And that basically ended the first episode. And then we, when we go into episode two, we get right back into the story where they're all sitting around the table mm-hmm. and she's just dropped this bomb. And Demetrius is livid. Yeah. And her children are livid too. Well, they all kind of got up and left. Yeah. They all left you know, together. Yeah. Everyone's mad. Yeah. Well, and Demetrius, you know, his big, it sounds like he's, he doesn't want another man's DNA inside his woman. (laughs) So that was interesting. I didn't think that was the thing that was going to bother him. Right. But I, I, because I'm with Demetrius on this where yes, it's V's body, but you're in this relationship. This is your partner and you two have to be on the same page on this. And it's, it's a real, and to kind of just drop it as a bomb and say, this is what I'm doing after he said, after no. And in front of a camp, you know what I mean? It just felt like Demetrius, I can understand Demetrius being mad because he, I think he feels set up a little bit like, Oh, you Oh, it's now very, very set up. Now, yeah. here's a camera crew, and right. I'm going to tell you this thing, and now you have to just react to it. I mean, the sh- look of shock on his face was yeah. just like, what, huh? Well, I heard this on a, another podcast. They were talking about it, and um, the host was saying that they looked up V on social media, and she has in her profile, it says, heart attack survivor. Oh. So I think that this is also, if that's, I mean, this is her mm-hmm. on her social media. So if that's true, then um, I'm sure he's worried about her health. He doesn't want her yeah. to die. I mean, she is 42. She's had 10 kids and a heart attack. That's pushing it. Yeah. Yeah. That it is, is really pushing your body. And she could die in childbirth. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, so I, I, that, I think that's the problem. Yeah. But why aren't they, why aren't these, um, maybe we're going to learn. Maybe they'll talk about that later. But Um, V, okay, so this was the other thing. V is, so she's really sticking to her guns. Ashley says that she's feeling guilty. And so, and Demetrius gets into this whole thing of like, you're going to be the baby's mom, even though it's not your DNA. And he gets into that. But then something really weird happens because um, Demetrius gets mad because he feels like Ashley is making this all about her medical issues. This is this is what he says. He's like, a- Ashley's medical issues are her issues. Now it's becoming our problem because mm-hmm. you can't, can, you know, you can't carry a, a child. And V is very much like, she doesn't care what uh, Demetrius thinks. And then he said this at the end. He said, he thinks they have something going on. And that's why I was like, what is going on here? Because there's, it was... There's something very weird about what's happening here. And I, I didn't understand what he meant by something going on. As if, I think Demetrius thinks that maybe Ashley is pressuring V to do this. Or I didn't know what yeah, was. I don't know. I don't know. It, it almost, and then I think this is when he then said, I or maybe this is a preview for next week, which is, I think V and Ashley want to have a baby together. Oh. Not that they're lovers or whatever, right. but it's almost they, kind like of a like... little project for them yeah like a little project for the two of them together so i really thought i mean 
I, I don't know if there's something more to that, but I just kind of ended on such a weird note. I think maybe he's just uncomfortable with their relationship. Like he does think they're too close because mm-hmm. so far from what we've seen from them, you know, the piercing aside, they seem kind of normal. Yeah. I was like, oh, these two are normal. Yeah. So maybe it's coming because <laughs> this is extreme <laughs> sisters yes. and uh yeah maybe there's more to it like they're he's uncomfortable with how close they really are or that something's come to, out maybe out in the past where the two of them have like you know aligned to do something that he didn't approve of or something mm-hmm. like that i don't know I don't well know. i have to say i really did you catch a glimpse of um v's christmas tree no well, I liked looking at her home decor in general. You know, she had a lot of like word art and uh-huh. home good stuff. But she had this tree, this Christmas tree. It was behind Demetrius where he was sitting and there's a shot where he's getting up and you can see it. And it's, it was so cool. It was like one of those trees where literally the entire tree is covered and you can't even see the tree. Mm-hmm. All you see are the ornaments and they had these huge ornaments, like full size dolls and oh and just all this stuff it was it was hard to make out all what was in there mm-hmm. but i don't know i like v's style yeah v looks like the kind of person that goes all out for the holidays yeah. she really does anyway all right well we've been avoiding this long enough we've got to talk about lucy and anna who are 36 and live in perth australia Ident- so identical twins yes and they call themselves the world's most identical twins. Yes. So I think this is a thing for them. Oh, they're, yeah. They're trying very hard to be... Yeah. Apparently, they've been on some other shows. They were on Botched or something like that. I've heard people say that more than once. Mm-hmm. But what we learn in the first season of Extreme Sisters with Lucy and Anna is they have to do everything the same. And it's not just oh we wear the same clothes and then we you know we like to do the same things it's the same to an extent where it's mental illness yeah like every movement they make has to be the same like in the first season they show one of them vacuuming Mm -hmm. and then the other one is next to her pretending to vacuum but using the same hand movements Mm -hmm. and they count the number of times, everything they're always counting. Yes. Everything they do, it has to be the same number of times that they do it. Yeah. So any, if Anna, you know, moves her arm up and down five times, Lucy has to do the same thing and they want to do everything at the same time all the time. But sometimes the one will do it and then the other one will do it. There's it's, it's, but yeah, if, if Anna choose, for, you know, if if they're having, we see in the first season where they're having cereal and they're literally counting out yeah. everything, you know, oh, Anna Two has the same number yeah. of times, have the same number, probably have the same number of pieces of cereal in the bowl. Yeah. Um, same amount of milk, I bet you anything they're measuring that milk. Oh yeah. And, um, and so they have a boyfriend, they share a boyfriend, this guy, Ben, I don't know if Ben is a saint, a creep, (laughs) bizarre, out of his mind. It's really hard to tell what's going on with Ben, but they have this, this partner, um, Ben and, um, they live together in a pretty good looking house. Again, I want to talk about how, how these people are affording these houses. Um, they live in this really nice house, 
together with Ben and we meet her mother and they've got an older sister that shows up in the first season as well. So we can just get right into what happens here. Yeah. So, okay. So we open up uh, the first um, episode here with them. They're getting their hair cut. So they go into a salon and they, they immediately move the salon chairs together. They say, we have to be together. We have to be closer. That's too far apart. That's too far apart. And they also, they talk at the same time. Yeah. So I would say it, more than 50% of the time, they are saying the same thing at, at the, the same, same time. time. <laughs> and I don't know if they just anticipate it or they, they finish each other's sentences or join in with it. I and mean, they're always talking together. They're together. See, together. sometimes there's a little bit of a lag. Yeah. I swear to God, one is looking at the other one going, what are you going to say? say next? What are you going to say next? Together. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she like gets the last word of the sentence. Yeah. So they tell the hairdresser that their hair has to be the same. They're very nervous about this haircut. Yeah, they want, they want her to use a ruler. So she measures their hair the length of their hair and she finds that one of the twins is a half a centimeter longer Mm -hmm. than the other one now a centimeter is very small yes so a half a centimeter is Is even smaller even smaller really small so um so she's the ladies (laughs) this poor hairdresser them and um you know, she goes through the motions. Oh, and then she starts to cut and they're counting the cuts. Yes. So she starts with one of them and she's going snip, snip, snip. And they're going one, two, three, four, five. And they're like, stop, stop. Now do five of, on her. Mm-hmm. You know, and then she goes to the, the other twin and they go one, two, three, four, five. And so they go through this whole thing. And then this is, this is one of the best things I've ever seen on TV. So yeah. at, the, at the end of the thing, they're interviewing the hairdresser by oh, herself. Oh God, this hairdresser was gold. And um, she says, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> like, is it, I think, she, I don't know what she was referring to when she said this. I think, oh, she was talking about the relationship with Ben. Yeah. They, they told her they have the same boyfriend. She's like, she says, is it like one pumps, is it two pumps? <laughs> And, and that's exactly what you and I were talking yes, about when I, when I, I told like, you about this, when we were talking about this show, I was like, I, I don't want to be graphic and get into their business. But like, how does that work? How do you have sex with the same man and everything has to be the same? Oh, you know that. Yeah. He, he puts uh, the same number of pumps into yeah. to both of them, like back to back. And then they have whatever he does to one, he's got to then do the exact same thing to yeah. the other one. And then the hairdresser says, like... I would never gobble the same dick as my sister. <laughs> yeah, and the best was the, the the two the twins are they're like leaving and they're like this was good this was good you know um, we were nervous about this haircut this is good and then they interview the um, hairdresser and she's like yeah it was really interesting meeting them but I'm not doing this ever again. <laughs> I was like good for you hairdresser. Oh, could you imagine the wrath? If you know you had Ugh. screwed up their hair in some oh, way, and yeah. it wasn't the same. Wasn't the same. So they and they say this a lot. They think of themselves as the same person. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm just looking at my notes. I think I was getting very philosophical as I was watching it, and I was like, why? Why can't you be two different people? 
if the other one so it's almost to the the point where they say if the other one isn't around like do you they don't feel they feel anxious like yeah, even like being do a I foot exist? away yeah. yeah do you exist with the other person and and it's just this is ocd to the max beyond ocd and they have some kind of personality disorder because their desire to control everything is out of control yeah, I mean, it's, it's just so off the charts. And they said that they have a doctor's certificate that says they can't be apart. Yes. So for whatever that's worth. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is that there's a difference between wanting to be alike with someone and what's going on here, right? It's it's one thing to say, oh, this is my twin and we like a lot of the same things or we like we this. Like the same, same or, or whatever but what what these people what's happening with these people is extreme with these two women it is yeah. just unreal and again you're thinking to yourself like ben is i don't know i don't know how old ben is but jesus christ like they want to get pregnant and and this poor ben is supposed to impregnate both of them the same at the, at same, the same time. time and you know that they're in the background going one two three <laughs> like the fact that ben can still perform <laughs> is beyond uh, me God because that him. would be That's a lot of pressure it is a lot of pressure i would be you know if i was ben i'd be like ah, you know this is a lot yeah so then they have this thing they call lolly night mm-hmm. and they say they eat salads and veggies all week but on thursday they have a cheat night and they just eat candy yes so they bring out um this these trays of all this candy there's a lot of candy there's a lot of candy It's not like they ate dinner and then said, we're going to have candy for dessert. This is what they're eating all day. So uh, I think, was their mom there? Yes. This is where, so in in season one, their big storyline was the fact that they both wanted to get, they want to have children, but they need to be pregnant at the same time. And... They went in the first season, they go to a, um, a fertility specialist. And this guy looked like he was about to lose his mind because they come in and they sit down and they tell him, you know, we have the same partner and he and he's like, oh, OK. And they're asking him, what are the chances of us getting pregnant at that exact same time? And the doctor's like, I, I mean, I don't even know what percentage he told them. It was something really, really low. And they were so upset, so so disappointed and then they they take this attitude of this is so unfair <laughs> so unfair that 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 science can't can't overcome overcome like, your desire yeah your will but but and and the beginning of this season they said we thought about having children what we put that on the back burner and i was like Phew. because <laughs> these women should not have children i'm sorry they really shouldn't because i, I don't know what they would do and, and and you really have to ask about these implications of what will happen if one gets pregnant and the other one doesn't. Are you going to oh, abort the uh, child? Like, <laughs> And then if you both do get pregnant at the same time and actually, is, if one goes into labor, is the other oh, one going to be know. like induced? Yes. I mean, now we're getting into the whole thing in the first season about the tooth. Oh, yeah. One of them had to have a tooth pulled. The, no, she didn't have it done. Oh, she didn't have it done because the dentist wouldn't also take out the other twin's tooth because they have to be the same yeah so if she has an infected tooth, tooth yeah that has been infected three times and the dentist is like 
I'm going to take this out. Like this is, this is an issue. And then they're like, well, can she, can the other twin take the tooth out? And he's like, no, you know, no, you cannot do that. You have a healthy tooth. That's against the rules. Like yeah. that would violate the rules. And this is what the other doctor was saying anyway. So they had made it so far. It was like, oh, thank God. And then sure enough, their mom shows up and, and then the insanity gets more yeah. insane. Yeah, because they were gonna they were putting the kid idea on hold, and then the mom shows up. Uh, well, this is getting into episode two, I think. Well, no, see, this is one. This is still one. Oh, okay. Well, the mother really wants them to have children. She doesn't want them to give up. And the mom is like, how would you describe the mom? The m- the mom is. I mean, there's there's got to be something going on with her. I don't know. She has this weird under eye i don't know if it was like a, an eyeliner tattooing gone wrong or, oh you know, oh. How, you know how on her, her yeah lower under i was her, like is this a style is this a lower thing lid, yeah it's like the there's not like a line it's like a bunch of dots yeah like the un the it's lined with these dots and i don't know what it is i don't know if she's doing this on purpose she thinks it looks cool yeah i, I could not figure it out or if her, she just doesn't put it on very well and this is how it looks every time mm-hmm. i I, I don't know what's going on there. It's weird. But yeah, the mom is, there's something about the mom. She doesn't, she's not like a normal mom. She's trying to act normal. And compared to the girls, she seems normal. But you can tell that she's something off, something off with her. I'm not quite sure well, what you know, it is. I think in the first scene we see her of the first season, we see her come out and it's like the middle of the day and she's wearing like this fancy dress and like a, a fur coat. It's yeah. almost kind of like she was a starlet and the night right. it, when she was in her 20s, but it never really went anywhere. But she still thinks she's a star. Right. And so she and so she still dresses like she, you know, is caught in the 1950s or something. Yeah. It's she really weird. It's very fancy. And yeah, she's just sort of got this demure kind of, you know, way about her. Oh, wait. You know, I think you're right with about the kids. Oh, you're right. You're right. This was in the second episode yeah. because she. Um, um, she- oh, sorry. I was just reading all my. I have so many angry notes where I'm like, you're denying what you <laughs> want for this other person. This is mental illness. What is wrong with you? You know, anxiety, OCD. And um, and so. I just wanted to say this quick thing, which is, and this is why we keep saying this is mental illness, because something becomes a mental illness when not, you know, it's, it's okay to dress like someone. Mm -hmm. It's different to if, when it starts to interfere with your life and becomes unmanageable and these women don't have jobs, they, you know, they are, they cannot get married. They cannot have children. They are making choices and decisions that go against what sh- what it what, inter- they want. what they want and it's interfering with your life and that's when it becomes a mental illness it's not cute and funny yeah you know yeah it's really stopping them from being from human fully living oh my god can you imagine if one of them got hit by a car like what oh. would the other one do i think the other one would, i don't would know what kill th- themselves uh, yeah and so that is very alarming anyway sorry so, so we go back to mom. Yeah. So mom <laughs> comes over again. And this time she brings with her um, these two baby dolls that look like those kind of life. Uh, yeah. They're, they're like the size of a, of a baby and they're kind of lifelike looking. And um, she uh, she gets them these dolls as an experiment. Yes. Because at first they look at it and they're like, what is this? You know, this is weird. And then she says, 
you know, that she really wants them to have kids and she wants them to, I guess, pre- carry these dolls around and care for them and see how wonderful it is as if it has any thing to do anything to do with anything i mean it's it's so dumb but they get into it yes of they, course well first they're perplexed but yeah. then they start to think they start to think this is a good idea it's one of those dolls that you give to kids where you don't want them to have sex so you're like right. <laughs> you know you if, you, the, if you have unprotected sex here's a baby well yeah and i was expecting because my daughter had that when she was in high school she took a like a marriage family type class and she got to take home one of those babies mm. for a couple of days. And how was that? It was stressful. Yeah. But, well, because they go, these ones they give the kids, that they're, they're like a little computer inside of it. Mm-hmm. And it go, it'll just randomly start crying. Mm. And if you, and you, and if you don't tend to the baby, then it'll, the crying will get louder. Oh, and I mean, it felt like having, I'm not, it did feel like having a baby in did the, the Did it the crying off. go off in the middle of the it night? Did. Oh my gosh. It did. And of course I woke up and I get up and I'm like uh, going into her room. I'm like, and she's asleep. <laughs> so I'm like taking care of the baby. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, Layla, the baby's crying. And, and she's like, oh yeah. And then you have to, um, and then sometimes it programs it so that like the baby might need the diaper change so mm-hmm. you change the diaper and then if that's not the thing it'll keep crying yeah and you gotta feed Ugh. it i mean it was really she said she was so excited to do it mm-hmm. and then she was exhausted yes after like 24 well, hours good. and yeah and then she was same like with the dogs when she wanted a dog yeah. and we dog sat for you for a weekend yes yes <laughs> I, I feel like i did you a huge you, favor oh you did me a huge favor she'd been hounding me for a dog we took care of your two well, wonderful I, dogs. For yes, a but one was this was at a weird point where one was like fourteen and really old and like a cat, yeah. and then we had gotten a puppy that was about six or seven months old. <laughs> it was quite a combination. It was quite a combo of the two of them. But yeah, hey, I have I've always thought about opening a service where I'm going to loan my dogs out to people. <laughs> have kids who want pets oh, and then yeah. they can and experience the, it for themselves oh yeah the puppy was like up it was like 6 a.m again it was like having yeah, a baby yeah. in the house it's like it's 6 a.m sunday like go back to sleep yeah you know? but no puppies puppies are puppies like little are babies and she didn't like having to pick up the poop when we went walking so i'm like great this thank you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> save, save me a lot of money 48 hours yeah 48 hours so of anyway that. these babies that anna and lucy have they don't cry they should have made them the crying type yeah but anyway they get really into it and they're holding them and oh god well the best is so they start getting into this and then they have to go and shower together right and wash each other's bodies there's bodies and again i think they're probably counting like scrub 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 and they keep the babies on the floor and then ben walks in like what the what is what happening? happening? And then they turn to him and they go, oh, the babies, the babies, the babies. Can you pick up the babies and take care of the babies? He's like, what? And he's about to grab the babies. Like, no, no, no. And watch the head. Watch the head. <laughs> cradle the baby. But I mean, and the fact that he actually indulged them and like went over and then he put, and then this is. <laughs> He puts the babies on the bed and he's kind of just looking at them like, what's going on? And and the girls are like, play with the babies, play with the babies. So, of course, being a man, he starts, the babies start attacking each other. Like, he starts, fight, the babies are fighting with each other. He's like, uh, uh, uh. you know, something what my, my son would do when he was like three. And, oh, God, I, again, but there's, there's this really creepy moment where they have 
the, um, you know, what are those things called? The little, little interviews. They have this interview with the two of them. Mm-hmm. And right. And so you go to these interviews with them and they're commenting on everything. And then the next interview they flashed to is them holding the babies. It was hands down the creepiest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Like these two doll like women holding right. two dolls. Yeah. It was frightening. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that was that for, th- Oof, that's where but we I could have killed that mom. I mean, she really, if she really cared about her daughters, if she really cared about them, she would have not given them those babies. Like that needs to lie. You know, yeah. I, it's just kind of like, you know, okay, your mental illness is affecting the two of you and Ben who has signed up for this, but this isn't fair to do this to two oh, children. It really is. I mean, but the other thing too is, can you imagine like, what if they have babies at the same time and one baby wakes up? Is she going to wake up the other baby? Yeah, so they can feed them at the, at the same, same time. time. But, but that will make your baby insane. Yeah. You know? No, they should not have kids. I, I, I'm not even sure they they want kids i think this a lot of this is you know the, the yeah. mom wants more grandkids yeah but she, okay and be you have two already lady be yeah, it that's enough. enough all right so should we move on to jordan and randy sure okay and they are also twins 25 from houston texas and um yeah uh these two are also pieces of work they they oh, are oof, boy they oh yeah they are very country they grew up in crockett a small town in east texas and lived in a log house that their mom and dad built mom and dad built they're they're riding around i think they called it a gator <laughs> kind of looks like a, a country western golf cart or something they're going around the property and you know, they're dressed in camo. Yeah. It's kind <laughs> um, of a fashion show. And one of them tells the story of um, that when their father, I guess the, at school, in school, people always separate twins. Like that's what they do a lot is having them in two different classes. And my son went to school with two identical twins. I still to this day cannot tell them apart. And um they separated them into two different classes and they tell the story about their father going in and being like, you can't separate my daughters and marched in there and basically intimidated them so she, they can stay in the same class. And the thing is, it's just a little bit like, you know, there's a reason why they separate twins. I mean, there's studies done and the psychology behind it and being your own person. And again, this is a little bit of this illness of like, yeah, no one's going to split us apart. Yeah. It's like, what your father did you know isn't isn't the best yeah and yeah. maybe that's where this all started i i don't know well yeah they said well, well we used to take baths together so we just kept going well I'm so did we yes we, we took baths we took together bath, yes. when we were like under the age of you know eight or yeah seven. yeah i don't know when the last time we took a bath <laughs> together but it was uh, yeah i think it was probably when i peed in the tub and you got so yeah, pissed i remember that <laughs> And you told me afterwards. <laughs> so I had to bathe in in the pee, in the tub, <laughs> wash my hair in it. I was pissed. Mom, mom was like, you were crying and crying. And she's like, you know, soaping up your hair. Yeah, I was a little bit of a troublemaker. <laughs> yes. This is a big sister, little sister thing. So anywho. That was the end of our... Uh, that was the end of the... <laughs> 
And maybe this is what people needed to. Again, I am doing so many services for so many people. <laughs> you are. Yeah. You I've, are. I've spared you. We don't bathe together. And now you don't have a dog. Right. There we go. Thank you. All right. So these two are are in this whole situation. So they moved to Houston at the same time, but their country at heart. And then they show their house. And I want to know how they afford this house. This is a good looking house. Is this in Houston proper? I don't know, but it's do you think it's huge really, and modern. Well, it's because uh, okay, so Jordan is the one who's married to. They're married to twins. Yes. Well, no. This is the big thing. One is married to oh, a twin, right. and, and the one other one's dating. dating. So it could be. So Jordan is married to Daniel. It could be that he has a really good job. I and, guess so. You know, this. I think that this is his house. Yeah. Where you know this is their marital house, but he has a twin brother named Derek and he is Randy's boyfriend. Yes. And they want to well Jordan and Randy um want you, Derek and Randy to get married and everybody move in together into yes. this house. And um the guys are like, you know, I love my brother and everything, but <laughs> I know I, I yeah. don't want to do that. They're not yeah, they basically said we're not as close and Derek, who's Randy's boyfriend, has been very much like Okay, just because my brother decided to marry Jordan and was ready for that doesn't mean that I'm ready for it or it's what I want. But and then I guess Randy, the one that's not married, is moving in with Jordan and Daniel, but they want Derek to move in too, but he can't do it and he can't move in too until they're engaged or married. She's waiting for Derek to propose and then he will, then all four will be living there together but yeah. again the guys don't want to do that this is just i feel like jordan and randy they just have this attitude like we get what we want yeah they can say that now um but ultimately they get what they want and we see that later in the uh, second yeah. episode where they go to the ring store yeah okay so before we get to that this is the other thing that i want to know they definitely both have Botox, right? They've done their lips. Yeah. They're for- okay. They're very filled. How? how again, maybe I'm spending my money wrong. I want to get Botox. Well, that's and not Botox. That's fillers. That's fillers. Now, is that less expensive than Botox? Because I feel like how all these 25-year-olds affording all this Botox? Well, it's so common now. I mean, they have so many day spas, med spas, all this. It's, I know. it's really not that expensive. I guess not. I guess in my mind, I always thought of it as something that's like very pricey. Well, and when very, it first came out, yeah. I, I'm sure it was, but no, it's very accessible. But, I think it's just like something people do like going to get a manicure pedicure. Yeah. Well, I know, you know, that sex in the city line, mani-pedi, Botox. But so would you really trust to go, like I see those on Groupon all the time, yeah. right? Like, I just don't know. I don't know if I, I could just go. I don't think it's hard, Tess. Oh. Literally, they, like, so Botox, this is my understanding. I've never done any of, the, of this, but Botox is for, um, like, trying to, you know, because it paralyzes. Yeah. It kind of, like, gets rid of these wrinkles, these yeah. deep lines here. And then the filler pumps it up. So that's where you plump up the, the lips. lips, your face, you know. So that's why they have that, that look on their face, like, it's just all smooth because mm. it's just injected so it's all uniform because a normal face has yeah you know indentations and yeah hills and valleys and you know whatever all right so well, they just smooth it all out when i show up to the podcast like hello you know i can't move my mouth or my <laughs> yeah. face you Don't. know i've i've gone i just it 
I just think especially for something that's going to be injected into your face, I really feel like I need to get like a good recommendation of a place. Oh, yeah, I mean, it can go wrong. Yeah. You've seen it before. Anyway, that's what I wanted to know. Okay. But but do we talk about the bath? Oh, God, no. bath? Yeah, at the, this is still the first episode. So then they get in the bath together and um, popping each other's zits and blackheads and such. And um, again, the whole, the entire bath conversation, which I kind of, I mean, my guess would be right that this is what um, the producers told them to do. But every conversation is about how Jordan's married and Randy wants to be married. And, and, you know, getting what's, which twin is this and getting Derek, Derek to propose like, this is yeah, just, the, this is the only conversation that they have. Yeah, yeah. That's all they talk about. And you know, it's really, it's really getting, they say, if Derek doesn't propose, we're going to put our foot down yeah. and be pissed off. And that's what Jordan said. So she, she used, we, yeah. she used the term we regarding Randy's engagement. I know. It's got nothing to do with and you. these guys, I don't know how they, I don't know. Um, they, they seemed relatively normal to yeah. me. So then in the second episode, we see Jordan shopping for rings with Derek. And this whole scene is bizarre. I mean, basically, they walk into this ring shop. Jordan's like, I know exactly what she wants. Nothing less than two carrots. Mm-hmm. Again, are these girls wealthy? I don't know where, because neither of them seem to work. No, and they, they, have, they these, have very expensive taste. They have these expensive tastes and big ideas and someone else is paying for it. Yeah. You know, their dad probably supports them. You know, yeah. Yeah, the, none of it, they don't talk about a job or a career or what they yeah. do or anything. It's like their goal is to get married. Yes. Yes. And do everything the same. <laughs> um, but then they're in there and um, jo- wait, and Derek um goes with Jordan to pick out this ring and Derek says um, he doesn't, you know, he and Randy have been dating a year and a half and Jordan's like, oh my God, they've been dating a year and a half. It's too much. It's too long. Like you're 25. Like why is it so bad to um, be, you know, date your partner for a couple years? I mean, this, this rush to the altar is just insane, but um they're like you know they're like the the girl from um willy wonka they want it now yeah they want everything now but i have to say that i think derek says this that jordan is the alpha twin <laughs> that's that's true yeah i liked i mean listen i like derek <laughs> yeah i have to say that he's sort of the voice of reason in some of this stuff well and yeah and he had you know so Jordan is trying to push him beyond his budget. Yes. He has a budget of in mind, but that's not going to be enough no. to get this certain two carat ring. And um, she's pushing for a, you know, 25 to $30,000 ring. No, 35. The ring that the they want is like 36. Oh, okay. And, you know, at first he is fighting it, but then he ultimately just gives in and he agrees and he gets the ring. See, this is the part that I thought was so weird is, I mean, basically Jordan has this ring on her finger and she's like, no, this is the one. This is like Jordan is not moving off of this. Like she is determined. She's not leaving. And I thought that he would um, 
I thought he would walk out because he was so like, no, this is uncomfortable. No, I don't want to do this. This is not right. And then there was this long pause about whether or not he's paying for it. And maybe the producers came in and said, we'll pay for half or something. Well, or maybe he just, he's, he's in on this. Yeah. You know what? Like it, the, the, they're, this, that they're dragging this out for a storyline on the show yeah, that they all the, plan this ahead all, of time. They're all in on this. Yeah. They've all they've all agreed on what their storyline is and how it's going to play out and they're just all playing their part i guess so because these girls want what they want when they want it but one thing that was really interesting jordan kept saying in that scene over and over again derek has no clue what my sister wants that is a red flag like isn't that a sign that maybe you shouldn't get married yeah yeah so because right she doesn't care about derek she just they're just filling in, right? They just want these two grooms. They think it's cool. Twins yeah. marrying twins. Yeah. And, and they, you know, and now they've been in, they've been together too long and my sister's engaged, already married, so I need to be married. Oy vey. I, <sighs> I did not like them very much. They're just not that interesting. Yeah. We'll see where the storyline goes because after he, the minute Derek gave in with the ring, that's when I started thinking, there's something off about yeah. this. All right, so our last set of sisters are actually the ones that I love and hate the most. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, wow. Because they are, um, there's a lot there. This is Jessica and Christina. They were on the first season. And what we learned about them and their backstory in the first season is that the two of them, they're twins. They've always been very close. That their mother... um, you know they didn't really have a relationship with their father their mother moved from like man to man to man to man that the moved them all over moved them all over and they had something like five or six different stepdads and they um so because of that they really bonded they became very very close they became each other's sort of person and the sense that you get is they said it many times where the the, they believe their mother didn't have children because they wanted to she wanted to be a mom, but she had children as a way of trapping a man. Mm-hmm. So they, from very early age, felt like we are just this, we're not really loved by this woman. You know, she doesn't care about us, that really we're just sort of this attachment, you know, this part of the deal. Yeah, and like they're, they, all they have is each other type of yeah. thing. So in the first season, we see that both women had been, I believe, married and divorced. Jessica definitely was has one child and is divorced from her ex. Jessica? Jessica, the one with the short hair. She has one child. She does? Yeah. We saw we saw him in the first season. Oh, and but Christina has, has two. Two. Or is one of those kids or no, they those, said this. Those John's kids. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm those so kids confused. are okay. So in the first season, we learn that Jessica is has one kid, and we meet her ex, right? Where is the kid? I don't know. She she shares custody with this guy. Oh, okay. So with her ex that she's still friendly with. Okay. So they share they share custody. Christina, I don't know if, if she was married to this guy that she had the two kids with, but she has two kids. Okay. And they are also psychic. They're psychically connected. And they're both psychics. They work as psychics. Yes. They're, they both work as psychics. And the mom was also psychic. And in season one, the big fight, which they kind of get into a little bit, but the big fight was about Christina's relationship. So Christina 
you know, when her last relationship with the father of her kids ended, she thought, well, maybe, you know, one of the reasons why this ended and one of the reasons why the marriage of Jessica ended is because of how close the two of them are, because Mm. they're so close, because they have this tight relationship. And Christina started thinking to herself, huh, maybe this is the reason why my relationships aren't working. And so Christina started dating this guy who, John, who's like 24, Mm -hmm. he may be 25 now, but this young guy and she starts dating him. And I think that she wasn't being as open and didn't have as much time for Jessica. And Jessica instantly just hated John, Mm -hmm. like didn't like him, didn't want to deal with him. They were fighting, fighting, fighting about this relationship the entire time. So then John, she, Christina then moves John into her house and tells Jessica, like, after the fact. I mean, there's just one thing after another in the first season. And this is what I want to say is this really bothered me because the two of you, your big thing was your mom moved from man to man to man to man. And you did not like having all these random guys and these random stepdads. So let me get this straight, Christina. You have two children. You're going to move a 24-year-old that you've been in a relationship with six months. Mm -hmm. They were dating six months. And you're going to move him into your home? Yeah, not good. No. But a lot's happened. Woof. This is why they've come back, because so much has happened. (laughs) That was just, yeah. That was all all just one season one. Yeah, and so in the interim, um, John and Christina did get married, but uh, Jessica was not at their wedding. Yes, they didn't talk for three months. Blocks each other on social media. Yeah, and so John and Christina just had this small, like, justice of the peace type wedding. Um, But then, and and then Christina got pregnant. Wait, hold on. So with the marriage, real quick. Uh So Christina decided that because she was fighting with her sister so much that she didn't want to... She didn't want to invite her to the marriage. I think a lot of this is John because John doesn't like right. Jessica. And then Jessica found out about the wedding one hour before the service because Christina was afraid that the witness that they had set up wouldn't call, wouldn't show up. So she wanted Jess as a backup. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, how? Listen, Jessica is a piece of work and I have a lot of issues with her, but I'm with her on this moment in time. Like this is, this is your sister. You're super, super close and how, and you don't tell her about your wedding and then you don't have anybody yeah. else to oh, call. by the way, yeah. Can, can some random person who was just yeah. off the street do Like, it? does John have a friend? I mean, so you have, so I feel like she... I think Je- Christina wanted to let Jessica know almost like, yeah. see me, I'm moving forward. I don't need, her. I don't need you. Yeah. I don't need you. Sorry to interrupt. I just had to say oh, that. Yeah, no, that's, that's very, very strange. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So Christina um, gets pregnant and she said she just um, wanted to forget about the past and she let, you know, she wanted Jessica back in her life. Um, well, Jessica felt nauseous and she nauseous and she called Christina and asked, are you pregnant? And Christina said, yeah, I'm pregnant. And that's how they got back together. Because even after the wedding, mm-hmm. they didn't talk for a couple months. So this was still like, there was a good chunk. I feel like there were like at least five to six months where they weren't talking. And then because they were so excited about the baby, they just started hanging out again. Okay, which, and, my notes aren't very good. Well, sorry. These two, I find them fascinating. So, um, yeah, sorry. Okay, Go so, on. So, so now you can get to the birth. So now, yeah. So they're, um, 
they're back together. John still doesn't like Jessica. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Christina, she says she wants a home birth, a water birth. She said she wanted to do it in the woods, but that wasn't really John feasible. didn't want that. John yeah. didn't like that. Anyway, okay, so of course these guys have to have a bath scene. I think I didn't ever think that I would ever watch sisters bathe together more. But I now know. this is the third set of sisters I've watched bathe together. I know. So, and this one is probably the most disturbing. Um, so before they get into the bath, Jessica is like, I don't know, she's taking some looks like a wand. I don't know if it's sage or I don't it's, know. I think it's like a crystal. Okay. A crystal wand. A crystal wand, and she's waving it all around Christina's body and you know, doing some psychic magic stuff. And then she uh gets a bath ready for her and so Christina gets into the bathtub and then Jessica announces that she wants to get in the bathtub yeah. with her. Yes. And um, Christina's like, oh, okay. And then Jess says, oh, but I'm on my period. Oh, yeah. And Why Jess- did we need to see that? Oh, and it gets worse. I mean, yeah. Christina says, okay, we'll just put in a tampon. So now, mind you, there's a cameraman yes. in the room who is seeing both of them completely naked. Mm-hmm. Then he sees Jessica go to the uh, drawer and get a tampon and put a tampon in. She put a tampon in in front of yes. the producer, the cameraman, whatever, and they just kind of blurred it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I looked away. I think I blacked <laughs> out in that moment because I was so mortified. I mean, th- what I'm shocked about is all of these women don't seem to have one issue. I mean, unless all the cameramen are women, camera women, mm-hmm. right? Where I don't know. They are really freely being naked yeah. all over the place. But I guess if you, you know, want to bathe with your sister, you just will be naked in front of anybody, right. I guess. I mean, doesn't no, bother you. no, nobody is camera no shy. Boundaries. No boundaries. No, no shyness yeah. there. So then, but it gets worse. Okay. So, <laughs> so Jessica gets in the water and she's kind of straddling, um, Christina from behind. Mm-hmm. She puts her legs around her. And then Christina says, oh, I can feel your your vag or your vagina. I mm-hmm. forget how she puts it. But anyway, she's like, oh, I can feel your vag scratching up against my back. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. No, you can't. So, so, so apparently Christina was getting too close. She was very close. She was up <laughs> on her back. Well, but... she said back up. And I was like, so obviously there was room behind right, Jess. Right. So Jess intentionally got right, up right up there. in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're in the bathtub and they're just talking. I don't even know about what, because after that, uh, I was so traumatized that I don't even remember. Oh, I don't remember the well, conversation. They were talking about, well, they're talking about this birth and this home birth. And so Jess is saying to Christina, hey, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be in the water with you. Mm. I'm going to be there every step of the way in the bath. And Christina, this is one of the issues that I have with Christina, is Christina really, you know, Jess and John have a lot of issues. And Jess, I think, I don't think I, I feel like has overreacted or reacted in a way about Christina's relationship with John. I think that her anger towards Christina and John and her anger towards John is a little unfounded, mm-hmm. but Christina is, does nothing. She's like, right. She, she basically makes all of this worse because in the back, she, you know, Jess is saying all this stuff to her and it's like, this is the moment for Christina to say, Hey Jess, like I'm married now. 
my husband might right. want to be in the bath right. with me or my husband not, might not be there but christina says nothing but because i think christina does want her there but she knows it's gonna upset john and so she's just kind of I don't know what she's just not going to deal with it. I yeah. feel like she's just compartmentalizing it, putting it back. But she, but but they never deal. They never no, dealt they with never, it. They, they never dealt with it. They no. basically just started up and were like, "Oh, let, we're sisters. Let's be together." And you're pregnant, and isn't this wonderful? Yeah. And it's a little bit of like, yeah, you still have this big issue with Jess and John. Yeah. Well, and then like my my notes. Um, my notes kind of stop here. Oh. I don't know why I start taking notes, but what I do, what I think, <laughs> the, t- I, the tampon really was, did you. I, in, I was done after that. I was <laughs> I like, put I, my pen down. I am done. I've watched two episodes <laughs> of this and I am traumatized. <laughs> so I stopped taking notes, but I do remember that after the bath scene, the next scene that we see mm-hmm. is John and Christina in their kitchen with Christina's kids and they're feeding them dinner. And then, Jessica just kind of pops in because she lives just down the street. Yes. And John says, yeah, she lives down the street and she just comes over whenever she wants to. And he's obviously, you know, doesn't like that. And they bring up the, um, there might be other things, but what I remember is they bring up that Christina is going to a big ultrasound Mm -hmm. appointment. Um, She's, I think, about six months pregnant. And and Jessica's like, well, I want to go. And John's like, no, like we're the parents. We're we're gonna go. You don't mm-hmm. need to be there. And she was like, "But I I want to be there. I you know I want to do everything together." And he's just like, "No, mm-hmm. you're not going." And and Jessica won't let it go. She mm-hmm. keeps trying. And and Christina is literally just right there in the middle, kind of saying nothing. Yeah, she's just completely silent the entire time. One of the things, really quickly, is John is so young. I cannot, I, I don't think this marriage is going to last yeah. because he's feeding the kids. He looks like a child. Yeah, like if I walked in, Yeah, if I walked into the scene, I'd be like, oh, are these your three kids? Mm-hmm. But the best is, this is the best. So, yeah. Christina's silent. John and Jess are going at it about this ultrasound. She's saying nothing. And then John does the Kelly Ben Simone. <laughs> I'm up here. You're down there speech. I mean, really delivers it. Because basically what he says to her is, I'm up here because I'm the husband. I'm and the you're, father. I'm the father. Yeah. And I'm the husband. And you're way down here because you're the sister. And they get so in the, you know, they get into the weeds about this stuff because... Again, it really is on Christine to set the limits and mm-hmm. say, you know, John, this is really important for me to have my sister or no, Jessica, we've talked about this. Like, yeah. no, you can't come. You know, we'll show you pictures from the sonogram. We'll, you know, do this for you and do that for you. And this has been this huge thing is Jessica feels so sure of herself, so sure that like John's wrong for her. And honestly, it's because Jess, I don't, I don't think that jessica doesn't want her sister to have love i think jessica doesn't want her sister to love someone more than she loves her Mm -hmm. and so and that was that was the issue with why her marriage broke up you know jessica's marriage broke up and and her ex was really really clear 
Like, this is why you guys spent too much time together. You you cut me out, you know, and it was too much. Yeah, I mean, Jessica doesn't want her sister to be with anyone who's not going to put up with this. Yes. And you know what? Ninety nine percent of men are not going to put up with this shit. There might be some percentage of, you know, well, last year was the the husband of Patrice, Uh Patrix and Patrice, like that guy, Ron. Uh I think he he handled I thought I thought he handled it the best. But even he was like, no, 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 we're partners. Like, you know, yeah. we're in this together. And so it's just, oh God, it's so complicated that, you know, why they feel, why each of them feels like they need to, um, why Jessica feels this great need to get closer and closer to Christina. And Christina feels this need, I think, to pull away and have her own identity, but she doesn't kind of want to fully do that or she doesn't want to, she doesn't want she to doesn't want upset to, Jessica. Yeah. I can't figure out I what's think, going on I with her. I think that's it. I think that s- separating from Jessica and creating boundaries is going to be hard mm-hmm. because Jessica is persistent. Yes, she is. She, in that kitchen that she was not taking no for an answer. And I guarantee you next week it'll come up again. Yeah. She's going to be like, well, I don't understand why I can't go to the ultrasound, whatever. She's very persistent. And Christina really has no backbone. Yeah, she. that's it. She has zero she, backbone. She, she never stands up for and herself. She, she just can't deal with hard things. Mm-hmm. She really can't. Yeah, and I think that Jessica liked being in this in this relationship. Jessica's the alpha twin, mm-hmm. and I think Jessica likes being the alpha twin. And one of the big issues from the first season was that they make a living as psychics, but Christina told John that she was a life coach. Oh yeah, I remember she was afraid to tell. She was afraid him to tell him really what was going because he would think she was a cuckoo. Yeah, well, and and I was with Jessica on that because she felt like. Oh, you know, John's not seeing the real you. Mm-hmm. And and listen, if this is your partner and you're living with them now, yeah. they need to know what your job is. Right. And you can't be afraid to tell them and you can't be afraid of their judgment of you um, for what you do. And if they are judging what you're doing, then maybe he they're not right. But I think to much to Jessica's chagrin, um, John seems to he was fine with it. He was like, OK, you're psychic. OK, fine. You know, OK, great. Okay. Yeah. You know, I think John's been kind of along the way. I don't, I don't particularly like John. I think. But he's not like a bad he's, person. He's not a bad person. He's just young. I just feel like it's such a. I'm annoyed with her because she's doing it. She did exactly what her mother did and moving someone in after six months. You, you know, you shouldn't be living with someone after six months. I'm sorry. You got to give it at least a year. And the fact that. And this, you have kids. And you have kids and the fact that this age range, it's not, it's not like 65 and 54 or something like 24, 25 and 38. That's a lot of living. There's a lot of living in between. So as if we haven't been grossed out enough (laughs) this past hour and whatever. Yeah. um, Did you see on the first season, the pang pang? Okay. So yes, (laughs) I did. And I didn't, because you mentioned this to me when I told you about watching the series. You're like, have you gotten to Pang Pang? (laughs) And I'm like, what's Pang Pang? So, but I feel like I got Pang Pang mixed up with something else. I think I thought Pang Pang was about the two of them going out in that van at night. The the ex-husband of Jessica was like, every night the two of you would go out into this van together and just talk for hours. And that was really disturbed you know that was a lot for him because this is the time for him to be with his wife but 
That's not Peng Peng. That's not Peng Peng. <laughs> All right, Peng, what's Peng Peng? Okay, Peng. so because they're so close, you know, and they do these weird things, they like to be on their periods at around the same time. Well, yes and no. I think Jessica wants well, to be on the same cycle as Christina. Right. So, and be okay, so <laughs> they believe that, you know, if, if they get... God, <laughs> Brooke's having a really how hard to time. Explain this? It's like, how do I explain this? You know, sometimes what probably mainly Jessica, when Jessica feels like she wants to, her period to start or if Christina's on her period, Jessica wants to be on her mm-hmm. period. I, yeah, I think it's more driven by Jessica. Yeah. So they believe that, you know, if one of them wants to start their period, they need to get the pheromones from the other twin mm-hmm. to stimulate that, get that going. So the what they do is um, the one who's on their period sits down and then the other one puts their head in their lap mm-hmm. so they can get all of the, they, uh, they call it pheromones, but then they're talking about the smells and the, Mm. this and that and i mean it's like the way it's they a describe lot. it is really really gross mm-hmm. but they claim it works you know <laughs> and then yeah like why do you need to be on your period at the same time why would you want to start your period like you know i don't think that's something to look forward to yeah well but again it's back to that the same we need to be the same be i mean same it, yeah. it's that same thing where jessica like jessica doesn't want to have doesn't want Christina to have an experience that without she, without her, her yeah. and without her input and without any of that. And I'm sure Anna and Lucy probably do the same thing. Oh God, because they're you just know, not, they're you just, know they have to be on their period. At the yeah, time. I think the hairdresser asked them that, and they said yes. Yeah, same time. I don't know how they do it, but this is what Christina mm-hmm. and Jessica do, and they've named it Pang Pang. <laughs> and so that's what that means. So when one of them wants it, they say, "I need Pang Pang." <laughs> Yes, I think I blocked it. You must have blocked it out because you, you're you're looking at me like you're so horrified. No, like you've never heard this before. Just the way you just said "bang bang," it's like it's like a little kid being like, "I, know. I want my grandma bang bang." I want my baba bang bang. <laughs> I know, but just like it sounds like in a restaurant, like you're gonna go to bang bang. <laughs> it sounds like a Chinese restaurant. Yes. Just like. What with these women? Yeah, where did they come up with that name? I don't know. I don't know, but that's, that's just thing. you know, and you know, there's so many things we're not even seeing. Oh in this show. no, things yeah. that are worse that, yeah. that, that that TLC had to draw, <laughs> draw the line. Their legal department said, uh, "No, yeah, that's a bridge too far." Uh, but yeah, so what we've learned is none of these people have any boundaries at all, at all. So, oh, boy, oh, I'm God, exhausted. I love this show. <laughs> It just makes me, it just, you know, solidifies, you know, our healthy (laughs) sister relationship. You know, God bless us. Yeah. I don't know if our parents, do you really think that our parents, if if we started to display these things, definitely our father would be like, what the, what the hell are you two doing? (laughs) Like, why are you doing everything together? I don't know. I mean, and again, I think that there's something to be said. I think people have always, I don't know if it's fetish. Fetish, what is that word? Fetishizing. Fetishize being twins and like having twins dress alike. Yeah. And this is just this extreme, like, this is what happens. Well, because you know? the majority of the people on this show are twins. And yeah. there's actually a set of triplets that we're yes, going to meet next week. Next Ooh. week. And they look like 
And they look like they've had a lot of plastic surgery. I am not going where they went. These girls are in their early 20s. Yeah. And they they are beyond Kardashian. I mean, their lips are huge. And their boobs are huge. And they're tiny little girls. Yeah. And they have the long, dark hair. Yeah. They're trying to be Kardashians and they just look like clowns. Yeah. That's bad. Um, That's yes. I said I'm not going to wherever they went. No. All right. All right. I think we need to wrap this up. If you've made it this far, thank (laughs) you so much. If you survived all of this, if you've survived Pang Pang, (laughs) you've made it here. Sorry if if I've disturbed anybody. (laughs) Um. So please, uh, if you like this podcast, please subscribe, tell a friend, tell five or six friends. We would love the subscriptions. Um, Please uh, give us a five-star review and write a note. We've gotten some really nice um, uh, reviews lately and we really appreciate it. If you have any questions or or want some input on the shows that we cover, if you're like no more pang pang or please don't talk about these <laughs> sisters talk anymore. About that again. You know, we'd love to get your feedback. So psychlegalpoppodcast at gmail.com. And um I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Is there more? I don't know. I'm I am so I'm in another place now. Yeah. I, I don't know. This has to end. We need to just say goodbye. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. 